Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you about following your heart. I feel like this is a message that I keep being given over and over again. Every night this week, I've gone to sleep and I have dreams. And these dreams, they're often about things that have been weighing on my heart. This may sound weird or maybe some of you are going, yeah, that's me too. But every night when I go to sleep, the things that I truly care about the most, those are the things I dream about. And I was doing a little quiet meditation today and I was like, what? What do I need to talk about? What's going on? What do, you, what do people need to know? And what I got was, listen to your heart. And I mean, even the Roxette song, and those of you who are 90s kids like me, I mean, I was born in 77, but my high school years, it was the 90s. And Roxette, those were the 90s. And their song, Listen to Your Heart, kept It was just replaying over and over and over in my head. And I don't know about you, but I will have times where a song will just catch the lyrics, whatever, in my head, and I can't get rid of it. I mean, I will go to sleep with those lyrics in my mind. And when I wake up, it's still there. And I know when that happens, it's the universe's way of telling me there's a message in that song, in those lyrics. And I just kept hearing that song, the listen to your heart, that over and over and over. And I'm like, there are messages in those lyrics. Listen to your heart when it's calling to you. Listen to your heart. There's nothing else you can do. I don't know where I'm going and I don't know why, but listen to your heart. And I feel like those are important lyrics for me and for probably many of you out there. Have you ever had something placed in your heart, a dream, an idea, whatever? I know this has happened to me. When I wanted to start my podcast, my family, not they weren't mean, but they were like, why, why are you doing that? Why, okay, why? But you have a career, you're a teacher, why are you doing this? Like, what's this all about? And they didn't necessarily say anything mean, but it was just like these looks I got like, okay, so do we need to call in the mental health facility now or should we wait or like what's going on? Like what's up with you? And I knew I could see the looks I was getting. I could see they didn't come right out and say, you're nuts. But it was like, what's like, what's going on with you, girl? Hey, girl, what's up with you? What's going on? Something's happening here. You know how it is. People look at you or say things, and they don't directly say, you're nuts. But they look at you like, you're nuts. Or like the things they say would indicate that they're about to call 911 and have you declared certifiably insane. Something's happening and they don't understand it. And I had that look and those just general like, you okay? What's going on with you, girl? You okay? 
why are you doing a podcast? Who's going to listen to that? What, why are you doing that? And if I would have listened to voices of reason, let's say that they're voices of reason, because that's what they're trying to be for you. Let's say that I listened to my family. I would have been like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do this because they're about to have me declared insane. And maybe they know what they're talking about. Maybe I am insane. I don't know. Like, why am I doing this? If I would have listened to that, My podcast wouldn't be here. My business wouldn't be here. I wouldn't have helped people that I've helped. The universe puts things in our hearts for a reason. And this message just keeps coming up. And some people will say to me, well, you know, you talked about that. I know I did. Apparently, there's somebody who is not listening who needs to hear this message. It's not that I don't have new ideas. I don't have fresh ideas. It's that people are not listening. There is something that is being put in your heart and the universe is saying, listen to your heart. There's nothing else you can do. Listen to your heart when it's calling to you. You may not know where you're going or what to do, but there is a calling and it's put there for a reason. And not everything in life makes sense. I was just reading through Facebook. And gosh, these days when you do that, you have to have your armor on because there's so many horrible things people post. But I was reading through Facebook and somebody posted, you know what? There's right and there's wrong and there's black and there's white and there's this and there's that. And it's like, you know what? No, no. That isn't how it is. If it were that way, boy, wouldn't life be easy if you could say this is right and this is wrong. But then I think about what about people? Okay, so we say there's right and there's wrong. But that isn't true because let's say we find there's a child who stole from a store. I mean, we've had these stories in our society where we find out a child stole from a store and we're all like, oh my gosh, that child doesn't know right from wrong. And then you learn the real story. And the real story is that the child's mom is dying of cancer and dad had already died. And the child is the only one who is even able to provide for this family, which isn't a child's job. But this child was resourceful enough to try to like get something for their family and then people are like oh my gosh this child's story this child even though that's wrong the child didn't know better they were just trying to provide for the family and then we realize there isn't black and white there isn't right and wrong and I don't know about you but I've been trying to get people to understand that for forever We can't simply classify things as black or white, right or wrong. There are areas of gray everywhere. And as a teacher, I'll admit, when I first started teaching, I was like, no, there's black and white, right and wrong. Like you turned in your assignment, you didn't turn in your assignment. And I remember the first year that I was a teacher, a child did not turn in an assignment and he came up to me. Well, he didn't say anything. He just didn't turn it in. And his classmates were like, Frau, 
He didn't turn in this assignment because he was at the hospital all night because his sister was having a baby. And, you know, he won't tell you that, but he wasn't home and he didn't get to. And this was before the days of Internet and all of that, you know. And I wanted to say, why didn't you tell me what was happening? Of course, I will work with you. But the point is, I was under the assumption that everything is black or white, right or wrong. He didn't turn in the assignment, he gets a zero. But that's not the case, right? He couldn't turn in his assignment because he had to drive his sister to the hospital to have a baby. That makes everything different. And this whole idea that there's right and wrong, there's black and white, and there's no in between, you've got to get rid of that thinking because that isn't how the world works. Think about yourself. I mean, I think about myself in my own situations. And there's no way that I would have survived if there was just black and white. There are times that I had to do things that maybe like if there were just black and white, people would have been like, you're a terrible person. And that isn't what I was at all. Like, for example, leaving a husband who is abusive, if you look at things black and white and people say divorce is evil and you will go to hell if you get a divorce, that's not right. Okay. Yeah, I made a mistake. Yeah, I knew I shouldn't have married that person. But I shouldn't have to pay for the rest of my life for that mistake. And I think there are so many times where we need compassion. And we need to really open our hearts to people. And that's where I think the listen to your heart. Not only is God putting something in your heart that he wants you to do. But sometimes the thing he's putting in your heart is to have compassion for things that maybe originally when you looked at it, you would be like, no, I'm not compassionate about that. That's wrong. That's just wrong. I used to be that way. I used to be like, you know what? If you do this, you know, you cross the line, then that's it. But I don't feel that way anymore. I've lived enough of my life to know that if I were judged that way, man, it would not be a good thing because I make mistakes. I do. And sometimes there are times when I've done things that if you had a black or white situation, it would be like, you're terrible. But looking at it through compassionate eyes, you would be like, oh my gosh, yeah, I get that now. I see why you did that. Like, I'll never forget. I took my ex-husband back to court to try to have his custody reduced. And he only had them every other weekend. And people were like, that's terrible. That's so terrible that you're doing that. And I don't, I didn't have proof of anything other than I knew my kids didn't want to go. And there was like a mom's instinct that I was like, I don't, I don't think they should go. They don't want to go. Something's not right here. And I mean, some people were like, you're a terrible person for the judge said I was a terrible person for doing that. I was picking on him and you can't take away the dad's rights and all of this stuff. And even my kids were like, why are you doing this, mom? 
it's like, you don't want to go. Like, why are, you know, because their dad said to them that I was a terrible person for doing this. I didn't do it because of myself. I didn't really, not that I didn't care, but I mean, if they went with him, it was fine. But I knew they didn't, they kept coming back saying, I don't want to go. And that was not normal. I know because I had divorced parents. And even if I didn't necessarily enjoy being separated from my friends when I went to my dad's, I didn't like kick and scream saying, I don't want to go to my dad's. So I knew something was wrong. And I was treated like the worst ever for having done it. And years later, I found out, yeah, he was not taking care of them. And he was abusive and not good to them when they were there. And there was a reason I did that. But to some people, it's like black or white. To that judge, it was like black and white. No, you are picking on him. And he didn't listen to the whole story. And I feel like we're in a society where so much of the time people are of this opinion that it's this or that. You know, you have to be completely this way or that way. And I don't believe that's true. I think there are a lot of gray areas in life. And if we're totally black and white and saying this is wrong and this is right, first of all, it's not our job to judge people. It's not. And I think there's too much of that going on in the first place. It's not your job to tell somebody whether they're a good person or a bad person. It isn't because they're going to do what they do, whether you tell them that or not. So you need to take the responsibility of judging someone else completely off the table because that's not your job. It's not. And then we just need to look at things with compassion I see so many people who look at kids who commit crimes or who do this or who do that, and they're so judgmental, but they don't have any idea what it was like to grow up in an environment where that child grew up. And in the same way, there are so many of us who want to place our own judgments on people or situations without ever saying, wait a minute. Have I ever been in a situation like that? No, I haven't. So how would I know what it's like? And we don't know what it's like. But yet we go out there and we spew these beliefs onto other people when we don't have any clue what it's like. You haven't lived even one second of a life that is like that other person. And I got a dose of that firsthand being a teacher because there are children come from all backgrounds, all. I have had students who came from backgrounds that were way more affluent than I was from. I've had students who had nothing, you know, really the school and community was really supporting that child. And I've had the in-between. I came from a background that was more middle class, probably more lower, I don't know, not lower, I don't know, middle, middle class. Okay, let's put it that way. I think my mom, as a single mom, made it seem like we struggled, but as an adult and looking back at things, I don't think we struggled as much as I thought we did when I was growing up. 
We didn't have it easy, though. Let's just say that. Both parents had to work. And being from a single-parent home back in the 80s, that automatically puts you at where teachers think, oh my gosh, you're amazing that you excelled because you came from a divorced home. What? Really? That's how it was. If you came from a divorced home, like one of my teachers actually said to my mom, you would never know your kids came from a broken home, which I think is like a really stupid comment because I don't know. I say this in my book. I think the phrase broken home is just ridiculous. Just because you have a divorce, it doesn't mean that you can't have a whole family. You can make things work. But anyway, having said that, I was like the middle of the spectrum, but I knew kids who were less fortunate than myself or who had circumstances that were definitely more challenging. And I knew kids who were more well-off, who could have anything that they wanted for their birthdays or whatever, and it wasn't a question. And I know that I didn't understand the experiences of either of those until I spent some time with them and actually got to know them. And I did, because when I was a child, of course, when you make friends with everybody, you get to have slumber parties, right? So I got to go spend the night with my friends who didn't have as much and the friends who had more. And I was like in the middle there. And it was a completely different world in both settings. But you learn things from that. And I think a big problem in our society is we have people who never step beyond their own circle. So they have no idea. And one is just as bad as the other because... If you're a person who maybe came from less money than others and you never try to venture the other side, you don't understand those people either. So it's not like a one or the other, but it's just we need more understanding on all sides. We really do. And I think that we just don't get that oftentimes. And I know I started this out as God has laid something on your heart to do, but I think that For some of you, God has laid a passion that your higher, you know, I say God, but when I say that, you substitute what you will, whether it's the universe, your higher power, source, whatever you want to say, it's all the same. But your higher power has put something on your heart that you should be doing. But for others, it's a compassion that you're not having that the universe, source, God, your higher self, whatever, wants you to have towards others. Because I, I just know that the last few days, I'm looking out there and I'm seeing Facebook posts and cringing at how narrow-minded they are. As in, I'm only seeing one side of this and one side only. And I can tell you that when I look at a Facebook post, I can see both sides. I can look at something and say, I understand that side and I understand that side. And there has to be a compromise somewhere in the middle. And that's always difficult. But if you look at something and you're like, nope, 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 I only see one side. That's a problem too. It's that you're not opening your mind enough. And I know there was that joke 
somebody told at one time that uh, if you open your mind enough, your brains fall out, which is stupid. That is such a dumb, I, uh, I can't even, <laughs> I just can't even with that joke. You can't be so narrow-minded because if we're talking about a universe that's filled with love and hope and just inclusiveness for everyone, that's not a universe where only one side wins or where there's only black or white, this or that. It can't be. So my message to you today is please, whatever you do, when you look at something, don't immediately go, yeah, that side is right. Do your due diligence. Look at both sides. Usually the answer is somewhere in the middle. It's not usually totally to the left or totally to the right. It's somewhere where we meet in the middle. But you can't have a closed mind and be like, oh yeah, those people are wrong. When we have that, there's nothing because you're not having a conversation and you're, there's no love there. When you are totally one way or the other, black or white or this or that, we're pitting ourselves against one another and that will never win and we will never work that way. And God, the universe, your higher power, your higher self says, I challenge you today to look outside yourself and to listen to your heart. What does your heart say? Not your, I'm a liberal or I'm a conservative or I'm this or I'm that. And I just use the political parties because that's the most obvious. But there are other things, right? I'm white or I'm black or I'm gay or I'm straight or I'm this or I'm that. Whatever sides we're on, I'm anti-abortion, I'm pro-abortion, whatever you are, whatever, it doesn't matter, opposite sides. The universe, God, is saying, look beyond your ego, look beyond your own experience, listen to your heart because it's there that you will find the true answers. When you let go of what is supposed to be, what has to be, what are social norms? Because those social norms, most of the time are wrong. Those social norms have told us that we're not good enough, we don't have enough, we have to be rich, we have to be this, we have to be that. Those are wrong. This is all about unlearning everything we've learned. And the universe says the first step is to take a look outside your own experience. And the only way you can do that is to listen to other people. Go outside your own groups and go listen to others and what they're saying and what they've experienced. Because you only understand life from your own experience. So if you've never experienced being single and pregnant, you don't know what it's like. If you've never experienced being an African-American and being pulled over and scared, 
You don't know what it's like. If you've never experienced being homosexual and having family not talk to you, you don't know what it's like. And what I'm telling you and what I've learned my whole life is we have to look beyond what we know. Because the life that I know didn't teach me any of these things. And you know how I learned how to be more compassionate, more loving, more open-minded, and more Christ-like. If we're saying, what would Jesus do? It would not be be judgmental. I had to go and listen to the conversations that were happening out there. And this is not to make anyone uncomfortable or tell you that you're just the worst. That's not what I'm saying. I'm telling you that up until three years ago, I thought I was pretty open-minded and I still was not because I had to go and listen to so many people and some of them including my own clients because I have only experienced life at my level and you can only experience things from your level. And what that means is if you want to truly experience love and the universe and the abundance and everything that comes with it, you have to let go of what you thought you knew and you have to be open to what your heart tells you and to listening to others, okay? And when you listen to others and you feel a twinge within your heart, that is your soul telling you this is the truth. Not what you thought you knew, but this, because you're connecting to the human experience and you're realizing, this is the point, you're realizing that we're all one. We are all connected. So when you read that story and you hear of that person who's been, you know, mistreated and that injustice was done and you feel like, oh, I don't like that. Why is that happening? That is you and your soul feeling that we are one. And we're all waking up to this feeling of being one, being together and understanding that when something horrible is done to one person, it's done to all of us. And when evil is out there, and it is. It's done to all of us. And the only way we can fix it and correct it is what we're doing, which is by being the best versions of ourselves we can be and by being a light to others. And it's not saying that you necessarily have to go out in the streets and protest and whatever, but certainly if you feel that calling, you can do it. But it's by being understanding by listening and being the best version of you, one who is compassionate and listening and understanding. That is how we change the world. By taking action to make sure that in whatever way, we're protecting everyone. In whatever career capacity we have. So for me as a teacher, it's making sure that all of my students are heard. They're all being represented. And we can all do that in whatever career field we take. And so the message today, though it seemed kind of varied, but for some of you, 
It's literally listen to the calling you're feeling in your heart. And for others, it's listen to the compassion that is calling to you from your heart. Because we are all better because of that. All right, guys, I want to thank you so much for being here with me today. I pulled a card for you. And the card I pulled for you is from the Heart Thoughts deck by Louise Hay. And it is, I treat myself with unconditional love. I am a precious being loved by the universe. As I increase the love I have for myself, so too does the universe. I love that. So it's really all about loving yourself because that high vibrational love is what attracts all of the things that we hope to attract. All right, guys. Well, I want to remind you, if you are looking for a really easy way to keep yourself in shape and healthy and nutritious, the Smart for Life program, they are still offering you a 10% discount. It was founded by an emergency room doctor who lost his own weight and then decided to help others start losing weight by developing this cookie diet. And they still have the cookies and you eat six cookies a day and also eat a a lean protein for dinner and you can lose up to five pounds in a week or two. But they also offer protein bars, which I've had the cookies, but I'm a protein bar girl. I just love those. And that's what I had. And I love them. I love the lemon and the strawberry and the cinnamon pecan and the almond. They're all delicious. And they're easy for me because I take them to work. And all I have to do is eat three of those a day. So I eat one for breakfast. I eat one for lunch. And then I have a snack. And then I go home and I just have like grilled chicken or shrimp or something, tuna, something like that. And I have had more energy. I've noticed that I've lost some weight. And I just feel better. And it's really easy. It's smart for life. I will have the website in my show notes for the podcast, as well as the discount code, which is just awesome in all caps. And when you use that, you'll get 10% off your order. And they are an extremely amazing company. So if you just want to reach out to them personally, they'll probably send you some free samples or at least get you started. That's what I did. I reached out to them and they sent me some free samples to try. And I love them. So I ordered more and they gave me the discount. And I asked if I could get the discount for my listeners. And they were like, yeah, sure. So it's a really really awesome company. So don't hesitate to reach out to them and definitely try them because you will love them and they're super, super easy to implement into your life. And I don't know about you, but I hate planning lunches and breakfasts and all of that stuff. So it was easy for me to just grab a bar and go. All right, guys, I want to thank you so much for being here with me. As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe, please share, please leave me a review from wherever you're listening. That helps me. It helps others find me. And I appreciate those of you who've done that. Don't forget to follow me on social media. I go live Mondays at 630 Central on Facebook, where I do a free card reading. If you show up for the live, you will also get a free reading. I post videos to Instagram and IGTV. And I also have free guided meditations on my YouTube channel. So check all of that out. And please subscribe and like all of my social media apps. That really helps me out. 
and I post a lot of really informational stuff. Also, if you are interested in working with me, you can go to my website, melissaoatman.com. On my offerings page, you can purchase a session with me. And then to schedule it, you can simply contact me. We will book it. And I do all of my sessions through Zoom, so you never have to leave the privacy of your own home. All right, guys, I hope you have a beautiful day from wherever you are listening. I am sending you guys so much love and light, and I will talk to you soon. Bye.